welcome to another episode of Chris Reed's Book, Volume 3, Episode 9, Chapter 8, Aid. He's Amoric, Koapa said. He'd rather expected this merchant Oolong spoke of to be sunborn. Aye, he is, true son of Yamonk. Born mid-city, come back to better. Kwapo waited patiently for this merchant to approach. He was not dressed as ostentatiously as Kwapo would have expected, given the man's apparent ability to be generous. In fact, aside from finer fabric and more vibrant hues, even the man's clothing was not terribly rich. Master Oolong, the man said, clasping Oolong's wrists, thank you for fetching me. You must be the hand of the voice servant, the man added, bowing gracefully to Kwapa. I am. Thank you for coming, Bishzava, Kwapa replied. Oolong tells me that you're willing to help support our relief efforts for these unfortunates. I am your grace. What the guardians have gifted to me I intend to use for the betterment of those who brought it. Without their work, I would have nothing. There is wisdom in recognizing that no one has anything except by the grace of Koplo and her guardians, Kuapa replied. Oolong has taken me through the minnow's respite, and I see further ways we can help. For now, though, the voice servant has sent material aid, Kwapa said, gesturing to Mintarin. The hand's assistant approached with a basket of goods. This is just a representation of what we have brought and are committed to providing. Grains, cheese, dried fruits and soaps, the basics of civilized life. These do be luxuries, sir, Oolong commented. Most of these folks do be used to rice and fish, and that sparingly. So the church understands, but we wish to start using our great wealth and influence to better the lives of those we rely on for trade. It is a new age that Amurkovsky embarks on, and it cannot come to pass without the labor of all of you here and in ports across our great country. Koplo has blessed us with the resources and ingenuity to create wondrous things that, with your help, we will spread to the shores of the freelands and the southern land bathed in sunlight. And in doing so, we will help elevate those people as Koplo has elevated the Amoric. For it is the voice servant's most fervent wish to not only help the children of Koplo, but to spread Koplo's grace and the Guardian's blessings beyond Amoric shores. To that end, going forward, the Church will be taking a much more direct interest in the workings of the Amoric merchant and naval fleet. We will invest not only in the Amoric people, as with these provisions, but also in new boats and nautical technology. In fact, I am happy to announce that here in Yomank, the Church is going to be opening a new Naval Academy of Zava to help train all interested in the latest sailing methods and to help research new ways of more efficient navigation and seaborne locomotion. The gathered crowd applauded Kuapa's announcement as several youths went running off to spread the news. 
Have no fear, merchant, Kuapa said to Winket. I would not expect you to be able to match the entire generosity of the church. If you wish, though, here is a short inventory of what we are providing, the minnow, Kuapa said, pulling a small envelope out of his robe. Winket reviewed the list, then refolded it and pocketed it. I and a group of other dockside merchants, which we have tentatively called the Dock Worker Brotherhood, are happy to match the gifts of the voice servant, your grace, Winket said with a bow. While Kuapa betrayed no more surprise than a raised eyebrow, he did say, What is your name, merchant? Few could possibly afford such generosity. Koplo and Zava have blessed me greatly, Winket replied. I am Winket Managar, and further, your grace, I know that many of the House of Commons and Council of Koplo come from port cities. With the capital being landlocked from the coast, I would also like to offer to provide crab to any who wish it. It is hard to be far from home, and some fresh crab would help, I am sure. You are full of surprises, Bishava Winket. I will carry this offer back to the capital with me. What would you ask in return? If the council or house saw fit, fair wholesale compensation would be more than sufficient. I know there are laws preventing gifts so large, or I would offer them as such. Father, Hendrik called, coming up to stand next to Winket. I am sorry, my love. I was unable to hold him back, Akome said as she also came to stand next to Winket. Kuapa flared his nostrils, turning up his head almost imperceptibly at his closeness to a sunborn half-breed. My apologies, your grace. This is my wife, Akome, and my son, Hendrik. Koplo's grace upon you, Kuapa said. Focusing back on Winket, he added, Once again, I am gladdened by your boon to our aid. As it seems that we have the unloading in hand, I shall excuse myself back to my carriage so that I may attend to my prayers to Zava, blessing this venture. Of course, your grace. Thank you for the aid you have given to the dock workers, Kuapa nodded before turning on his heel. He seemed stiff, commented Akome. How was his robe so flat? Hendrik asked. Winket did not reply, looking after Kuapa. He had a sneaking suspicion, all of a sudden, that Kuapa was not quite as welcoming to all as he first appeared. This has been Chapter 8. 8 of my latest book, Phonokinetics. This is Chris Reed's book. I am Chris Pullman. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you enjoyed listening to this chapter, please subscribe to the channel wherever you found it so that you get the latest episodes automatically downloaded. And, if you're willing, please leave a rating and review to help others find this podcast. If you want to stay up to date with my current projects, please head over to narclaninc.com slash chrisreadsbook. 
That's N-A-R-C-L-A-N-I-N-C dot com slash Chris Reads Book. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to this episode. See you virtually in the next one. Until then, have a good day.